KQED. You're listening to Queued Up. I'm Jeremy Siegel in for Ryan Levy. All right, so I love Star Wars. Even the prequels don't hate. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mom. All right, stand by. But if you were to watch that scene with a scientist, you might get some head shaking. See, in Star Wars, hyperspace is this thing that lets spaceships jump from one solar system to another in just minutes. But according to science and a Google search, even if a spaceship were to travel at the speed of light, it'd take years to reach another solar system. So that means that a spaceship traveling in hyperspace would have to be going faster than the speed of light. And according to one of the pillars of modern physics, Einstein's theory of relativity, nothing can go faster than the speed of light. So long story short, blockbuster movies and science don't always mesh. But what happens when you bring scientists and movie makers together? Well, KQED's science editor Danielle Venton spoke to someone whose job is to do just that. If you're working on a script and want it to involve, say, time travel or multiple universes, Rick Lovard is the person to call. He works for the Science and Entertainment Exchange. He connects movie and TV makers with scientists and they start talking. You know, we can get down to here are two people in a room in this scene. This is where the plot is. You know, what might the scientists say or what what are some ideas to get them out of this jam? And I wanted to know, is this really about getting the science right? For us, uh, we're not trying to be the accuracy police. And the least interesting consults for us, though, again, we're happy to do them, are the ones where we're just fact-checking. For us, it's a lot more about inspiration and about giving giving storytellers ideas. What's an example or two of a Hollywood movie that really got the science right? I'd like to say that it's not always important to get the science right, you know, especially in a summer popcorn movie. Some of the more exciting science moments for me have come in Marvel films, not necessarily because they have deadly accuracy in them, but because they're seen by so many people and they really have the opportunity, you know, a character like Shuri from Black Panther. The entire suit sits within the teeth of the necklace. Really has an opportunity to inspire a lot of kids into science and engineering. It's a minute. The nanites absorb the kinetic energy and hold it in place for redistribution. Very nice. Rick Lovard helped Black Panther movie makers find experts to conceive the city of Wakanda. Architects, planners, and anthropologists worked on a reference document that described the history, culture, and layout of Wakanda. One example that I like is Interstellar. Not so much because everything about the portrayal of a black hole is you know, done with deadly perfect documentary accuracy, but because the visualization of the black hole actually was based on uh, Nobel laureate's work. You know, we hear about black holes our whole lives and we kind of have this image of the absence of light being what a black hole is. It's sort of defined as that. But when you see it in Interstellar, it, it's actually quite vibrant and bright. Everybody ready to say goodbye to our solar system? Our galaxy. But I think that moment of wonder when you see the unexpected and then you later find out 
that there's some truth to it, those are the really the moments that a science and entertainment exchange tries to facilitate. I got to say, though, as someone who has a science degree, when I'm watching a movie and there is something just obviously inaccurate, it completely pulls me out of the story. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I might be a curmudgeon, but I can't suspend my belief if I'm like, oh, that's, you know, that definitely couldn't happen. And, you know, I can tell you that that is something that no filmmaker wants. But I don't think that these mistakes usually are intentionally done. And when they are intentionally done, I actually have no problem with the idea of a storyteller knowing what the facts are and then saying, you know what, it's going to serve my story better to not be completely accurate in this situation. For the last part, uh, some of my colleagues who are extreme movie fans had a couple of extra questions mm. for you if you're, if you're game. All right, if you had unlimited resources, which company would you hire to build a real Iron Man suit? Hmm. Wow, that's an interesting question. I mean, there are places like the Media Lab at MIT where there's just such a trove of brilliant minds, I would definitely feel comfortable that they'd be able to make something pretty uh, spectacular if given un unlimited resources. All right. And to the best of your knowledge, what is Thor's hammer composed of? <laughs> well, it was forged in a dying star. So it's got to be made of um, some exotic materials that, that are super dense. Um, I don't know exactly other than um, the, the magic of the character and the mystique of Thor, uh, why one person would be able to lift it and another person would not, though. Thanks to Danielle Venton from KQED's science team for bringing us that interview. If you want to read more about the Science and Entertainment Exchange, go to kqedscience.org. And if you like Queued Up, you can subscribe to the show and give us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. I'm Jeremy Siegel. Thanks for listening. Political Breakdown is a weekly podcast that unpacks politics with a California perspective. Hosts Scott Schaefer and Marisa Lagos pull back the curtain on the week's political twists and turns. Find Political Breakdown wherever you get your podcasts.